Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and beyond. Welcome to another episode. How are people doing today? So we're going to talk about toxic positivity. Now, what is toxic positivity? What does it mean? Why is it so critical for us to even be talking about this topic? Toxic positivity in a world pushing positivity and positive psychology, what exactly is toxic positivity? There's actually quite a bit of research and practical information about toxic positivity. Have you ever had a day where you weren't doing so well and you go to somebody to have them listen and be present with you and somebody makes a comment and says, well, just think happy thoughts. Just be positive. Have you ever had that happen? I've had that happen. <laughs> How does that make us feel when we're not doing so well and then somebody makes a comment such as that comment? Or how about this comment? Well, you know, someone else has it worse. Hey, you know, so-and-so over there or they start talking about themselves and how they have it worse than the thing that we're talking about that's actually very troubling to us. Toxic positivity are the phrases and statements and comments that invalidates a person's troubling reality. It invalidates a person's troubling reality. And it's used, it, it's used excessively. So when we see, say, affirmations and positive statements and even articles or books that are, I don't want to say drippy, <laughs> they're excessively positive, that can actually, that amount of excessiveness of positivity 
can actually be toxic. Where else do we see toxic positivity? We can see toxic positivity in our personal relationships, toxic positivity in our communities, as well as toxic positivity in the workplace. Yes, in the workplace. And why is this even an important topic to talk about is because when we meet each person where they're at, we have to be mindful and understand, at least seek to understand and seek for validation of, in addition to where the person's at, what is it that would be helpful to meet their needs? Let me say that again. What is it that would be helpful to meet that person's needs? There are some researchers here and uh, I'm probably not going to pronounce their names properly, but if you send me an email at drdeb at ptsdmbn.org, I'll go ahead and send you the link to this article. It is so-called Trudell and Bab. It's a 2020 article. And they talk about toxic positivity and describing it as rejecting, denying, or displacing any acknowledgement of stress, negativity, and possible disabling features of trauma. So basically, in a nutshell, it dismisses the other person's reality. Sometimes when I think about toxic positivity, I think, is it the extreme of positivity to the extent of delusion, right? You know, I'm delusional. It's kind of, <laughs> as I say that, I'm actually moving my head back and forth like a little bobblehead here, you know, I, and I give that visual because delusional and people who are in a delusional state are, yeah, they're just going through life. They're on autopilot to the point where they have no recollection at all of the impact that they're making on someone. Other people in our chat, thank you very much for showing up, by the way, on Monday nights, every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter, we have a global peer support group called, can you believe it? Yeah, same name, PTSD and Beyond. Show up with the hashtag in the search bar. And uh, make sure you use the hashtag with your responses so we can follow along. And uh, this was also brought up, you know, sometimes I don't add up the math all the time. We've been participating on Twitter now since 2018. And uh, that's over 200 consecutive Mondays. That's pretty cool. I think that. I'll tell you what it shows me is that someone ever was to say, well, you know what? You're not determined. You are not determined. Uh, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> Here's some other comments about what pos toxic positivity is. You know, our PhD candidate imposter syndrome doctor in the making, Victor Moss says that Toxic positivity is when someone either focuses or shares only on good things without recognizing any stressors or issues affecting the other person. Completely 
disregarding the other person, completely disregarding the full thoughts, completely disregarding the events and actions that are occurring. Doesn't that sound like you need to be present and mindful about what the heck is going on with another person? And when we are, would we say something like, you know what? I think it's a good idea if you just, just, you know, think happy thoughts because happy thoughts will move away those, those other icky thoughts. No, they don't. Person needs to be heard and validated before they can make any movement, consider making any movement on moving forward, moving through, moving forward, growing. We need to be heard and validated, which is why people will turn to peer support. Here's a good one too. You know, like, let's not try to cheer somebody up before we hear what their challenge is. We need to completely be present and to embrace the unhappiness for that moment. So toxic positivity invalidates rather than being present, using empathy. Toxic positivity goes hand in hand with, yes, tough love. I don't like that phrase, tough love. Is it? Is it really love when someone's being that tough? I don't think so. Are there things that need to be said? Sure. Do we sometimes um, use our intent? Our intent might be one thing. And the same applies with toxic positivity. Sometimes, okay, everything is based on situation, meeting people where they're at, where they're at in their healing journey, the other person. There's many variables to take in consideration here. Sometimes the intent is, I was just trying to be helpful. So there's a lack of awareness about how are we being and behaving in a a toxic, positive way, right? So how does it harm? We talked about how it invalidates. We talked about um, ways that it can be harmful in the sense of it doesn't make people feel heard and validated. And it, it's damaging also because it discounts and discredits emotions that are not positive. Sometimes someone said, I love this phrase, shit, piss, damn. <laughs> I probably now need to put a warning on, on uh, you know, the language here. This is an adult audience. And so uh, I have a person in my life who that when things get really sticky and icky and messy for them, those are the three words that they say. And it makes me laugh because that's their way of saying this moment. Yeah, no, this isn't working. It's not right. It feels awful. All right. I want to I want to move through this. And how can I move through something? I need to first be where I'm at and say, all right, this is where we're at. These are the challenges. These are the, these are the situations. And um, yes, I, I need to, and I want to move through. And the way through is to also stick our hands in that messy stuff and say, yes, validate it. You know, shit, piss, damn. What else do we think about when we think about toxic positivity, other ways that it can harm, definitely invalidating a person's feelings and thoughts. 
it can create animosity. It can um, also erode erode trust. It can um, be reactors to emotions such as anger and feeling like we're ignored, feeling like uh, I mentioned to someone else during the chat that toxic positivity glosses over, it glazes over, and that in itself can be used to ignore and invalidate and dismiss someone's troubles. Yep, just completely ignore it and, and glaze over it. Examples of toxic positivity. What do we what do we think about examples of toxic positivity? Here, here are some that were um, created in an infographic from the folks at Mind Journal. Thank you very much for these toxic statements that invalidate right? Invalidate. And they were talking about depression in particular, but these are toxic statements. You know, stop being so negative. Stop sulking. Snap out of it. That doesn't really help, does it? What do you have to be depressed about? You know what? Some people have it worse. You're just feeling like this because you don't and then fill in the blank. You don't exercise. You don't take your vitamins. You don't take your meds. You know, you just don't care anymore. It's all in your head. It's all in your head, right? Those things are examples of toxic statements that don't help. Other toxic statements that are toxic positive statements. Look on the bright side. Ah, it's not all that bad. Yeah, but you ever have a person like that? You tell them something, they say, yes, but what I like to challenge people is to say, yes, and. So how how does what we're saying bridge communication between individuals? The and statement bridges things, right? The and statement bridges. The one phrase that I don't like is the snap out of it. I don't know what I need to do. I don't know what I need to say, but you need to snap out of it. Wow. Again, tough love. Toxic positivity example is tough love. And it's the way that it's said. It's the tone. It's the energy. And it's the intention. And the intention doesn't always mean I meant to hurt. The intention sometimes can mean I was really trying to help you. We need to combine all of those elements and look. Sometimes the intention is actually deliberately to do exactly that. Snap out of it. Toxic positivity and tough love. What else when we think about toxic positivity? We talked about examples. It's not that bad. See the good and you'll experience the good. Oh my gosh, how many times do people say that? Well, if that didn't happen to you, you wouldn't have. You know what? (laughs) I'm laughing about it now, and I hope that people are laughing too. Some of these statements, you just can't help but laugh. They're so freaking hurtful. It's not being present at all, at all. When, When we don't listen to somebody, right, and give them that space to be heard and validated, then we're not allowing somebody to share their story and to speak their truth. Not allowing people to to share their story, to be heard, and to speak their truth. 
Toxic positivity, everybody. This is Dr. Deb with PTSD and beyond. We're talking about toxic positivity and how can positivity be toxic? What do they say? Everything in moderation, right? Everything in moderation. Well, things that we can do to uh, help ourselves with these statements is we can be mindful about when we're with somebody to just be present, to, to seek to understand and, and clarify if that person is looking for a response or if they want to be heard or what kinds of support are they looking for. And then respond in kind. So usually, you know, when someone's talking to us, they're sharing their pain and their struggles and their issues. Maybe they simply just want someone to be there. Maybe they want to feel hope. You have to ask a person, right? We don't really know. So seek to understand and and ask and to say, um, I would really like to help. And be mindful of the tone that when we do talk to people, um, that we clarify and make sure that we're meeting them where they're at. So, you know, what are some signs of exhibiting toxic positivity? There's another wonderful graphic here. Um, and it is from Crazy Head Comics. Thank you very much for putting this together. There's a difference between toxic positivity and genuine optimism. I think this is something that um, is really important, again, to listen to and to understand. Toxic positivity is saying something like, well, being negative is not going to help you. And an optimism, genuine optimism is it's more important to let it out, to say, you know what, it is important to let this out. And then to ask this question, is there anything that I can do to make this easier? Is there anything that I can do to help and to to help you? You know, the good vibes only, good vibes only. How about saying to somebody, you know what? I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And I, I fully support you in all your states of emotion. Why is this one important? Grief and grieving. The stages of grief and grieving. To say to somebody and use toxic positivity of, hey, you know what? It's been enough time. You should get over it. Don't you think you should be over it by now? That is not helpful at all when somebody is grieving and struggling with their troubles. I love you. I care about you. And I'm here to support you through all your emotional states. A lot of other people have it worse. How about, you know what? You're not alone. You are not alone. And we are here to support and help you. I think that was the biggest learning lesson for me starting my journey on healing with uh, post-traumatic stress from child abuse is I didn't know there were others like me. I had no idea. I thought that I was, something was wrong with me, that I had this scarlet letter and I was so shameful and I could not believe that um, there were and are 
others like me. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I, I remember the feeling of, wow, there's others. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. How about this one? Smile. Crying won't help. Stop crying. Stop it. Just stop crying. You know what? Genuine optimism says it's okay to cry. We all do. Crying is a release of intense emotions. How about asking somebody, you know what? Can I can I give you a safe hug? Or um, can I get you a Kleenex or a tissue? Just stay positive. Just stay positive. Just keep on keeping on staying positive. Just stay positive. Just stay positive. Just stay positive. Toxic positivity. Genuine optimism would say, you know what? Things are really tough right now. Yes, I can understand how that would. Yep, it would definitely upset me too. I can see where you're coming from. I can absolutely see it. What would be most helpful right now? Would talking about it be helpful? Or would you like to do something lighthearted? Maybe sometimes people might want to, you know, they'll sniffle a little bit and say, you know what, I could, I could really go for a cup of tea or, you know what, yeah, let's listen to some music or um, tell me some jokes. People will tell you what they need if we create the space that allows them to do so. And moving from toxic positivity to the awareness of genuine optimism and ways of what genuine optimism looks can help move a person from one state to the to the next. We can, and that's part of peer support, which is, I think, the one of the most wonderful things about peer support is we provide that space that allows a person to receive what's beneficial and best for them at that moment in time. Other examples of toxic positivity, being aloof. Being aloof is uh, toxic positivity. I can't be bothered with this, right? Can't be bothered with this. Just don't have the time. Everybody's busy. Oh, you know, here you go again with the same story. Sometimes people need to say the same story over and over again until they feel that they're heard and validated. That is so powerful. There's a reason why we repeat our stories. There's a reason why we repeat the stories. And again, depending on where a person's at on their journey, I don't repeat my story because I need to be heard and validated. I repeat my story because I think to myself, there are too many little Debbies out there. There are too many people that suffer. There are too many people who are holding on and shoving that story in within their bodies and aren't sharing it because they fear, they they are concerned and worried about what others are going to think. And sometimes I think that people still feel like, yeah, they're alone. So by sharing our stories and talking about it, we open the door for others to be able to release what has been 
held on to for so long when they're ready, right? When they're ready. Ways that we can address toxic positivity is with empathizing, empathizing with others. We can practice empathy. We can adjust our language. We can ask this one simple question. Is this helpful or is this harmful? Let me re-say that again. There's one question when we're evaluating ourselves and what we're saying and what we're doing. The question is, is this what I'm doing, what I'm saying, helpful or harmful? And it's not by our definition of it's helpful or harmful. It is, is this helping this person or is this harming this person? Remember, our intention is one thing. How the other person perceives it and receives is different. Yes. And also a shout out and a nod to Dr. Harry Stark. Dr. Stark brought up that knowing that empathy does not equal agreement. So ways that we can address toxic positivity is by knowing that empathy does not mean and does not equate to agreement. People are at different places on their healing journey. We can also be in the moment with them and remember to ask, what is the best way to support you? What is the best way or ways? Again, seek to understand, listen, and be present, validate, reassure, and empathize. Reassure and empathize. We're going to conclude today with a few other ways about examples of toxic phrases, ways to say things, and things to follow up with. So a toxic phrase is, look on the bright side. Instead, say, you know what? I'm really not sure what to say, and I want to help. And it's okay to say, I really don't know what to say. How can I help? Good vibes only. Why not just ask a person, how are you? I want you to feel that you can be honest with me. I want you to feel that when we talk, it's safe to do so. It could be worse. That's a toxic phrase. Instead, say, you know what? That is difficult. Do you want to talk about it? Be grateful. It's another toxic phrase. Be grateful. Well, you know what? That sounds really difficult. So how are you? Really? Really, how are you? Things that we can say to people that can make such a difference. I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm here for you if you'd like to talk. It's rough. I can understand why you feel that way. How can I help? I want to help. So how can I help? I hope that this episode has been helpful and that you've learned a few things about toxic positivity, what it looks like, ways that we can address it, and things that we can replace our language with to be more trauma-informed when helping somebody who's coming to us 
when they're troubled. Guys, this is Dr. Deb with PTSD and Beyond. Take what resonates and go beyond.